This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 105.3 FM HD2. And you know what? We're HD1 and we're, for that matter, we're on the big 870 WWL. That's a great place to be because you can hear me. And we'd love to hear you about, to tell about what you've been eating lately, what you'd like to eat, what's uh, been terrific on the plates before you, what have been not so good. Uh, in the first hour, we talked a lot about the uh, New Orleans wine and food experience, which is going on this weekend, has been for most of the week, wraps up tomorrow. They're doing a, uh, a brunch tomorrow morning. And the uh, sponsor of it is Tabasco, which uh, makes a point with me because uh, if you ever wanted to improve a dish, you never thought about this, if you have some eggs, I don't know what your favorite uh, way of preparing eggs is, but if uh, if you find yourself making some eggs, grab that bottle of Tabasco and just like a dot here, a dot there, see what that does. It really makes a difference. Well, anyway, there's uh, plenty else we can talk to uh, about or about uh, as we progress into the evening or the afternoon. Our number is 260-1870. If you call right now, you'll get right in. And we'd love to talk with you about absolutely anything. If you've uh, ever had a good meal in your life or a bad one, for that matter, call me and tell me all about it. Well, you know what? Uh, we were just mentioning the, the whole question of the uh, the festival going on in the warehouse district mostly. But there are other things going on. Uh, this one is fairly new. It's been out there for about, I'm only going to be guessing at this, maybe 10 years. But it's the uh, Louisiana Italian Festival. There are quite a few Italian festivals around here. We have a lot of Italian people who uh, came up. Uh, but uh, this one started up and really getting big and uh, well attended, I'm going to say about five to ten years ago. Anyway, it's this weekend. If you go to that old part of Kenner, I, I know it well because I grew up there. Uh, it's uh, Williams Boulevard between the railroad tracks and the levee of the river. And on Williams Boulevard there, all, all the businesses get into all kinds of different things. It's a wonderful uh, festival. Uh, to attend it, as far as I know, is free. If you want to get something to eat, you pay for it a little bit. But the prices are really great, and it's very Italian. Mary is joining us over here on the green phone. Mary? Yes, I'm not going to be talking to you about the festival. I'm going to be talking to you about oysters. Anything um, you want. You're always thanks. welcome. Thank you. I have these people coming in from out of town in June. Yeah. And um, I know I don't like to eat oysters if I'm going to a regular place in June. But I want to ask you, if you go to a specialty oyster place like Felix's Acme or um, the one on uh, Magazine, I forgot the name. Anyway, would that... Casamento's. Yeah, would they be yeah. more likely to know where the oysters are coming from 
and be more safe in June than just oh, going. That is a, an easy question to answer, easier than you might know. There are laws and regulations about oysters, fresh oysters, uh, where the food and beverage, wait a minute, they're not the food and beverage, the um, uh, the Louisiana uh, uh, board that that oversees all of the seafood out there, uh, they insist on knowing exactly where the oysters that are being served came from. If you go to any uh, restaurant that has a big presence of, of fresh oysters, you'll see they have the, these tags on the sacks that identify exactly where they came from, and that you know, gives you the main uh, the yeah, piece of information. Yeah, but don't those specialty places kind of know they want to buy from certain places? I mean, I've heard that Castamentos knows where he's getting his oysters from. Oh, yeah, they, they all do that. Consistent. No, yeah, I'm they, talking they, about regular restaurants. Yeah, yeah. They, they all do that. Uh, that it's, it's, it's required by law, so they can't not do it. So uh, if, you, if you're going to a reputable place, they'll be able to tell you where the oysters came from. I'm not going to ask him, but I know I've been to other places that are not quite oyster houses, and yeah. uh, the oysters were, like, inconsistent. But I would think that Acme or Felix's would be more consistent with the oysters. Yeah. You yes. know, uh, I, I must tell you, I'm I'm an oyster fanatic. Oysters are, are my favorite food. I know. And, and I, uh, I, my experience with, with it is... That the the supply of oysters out there in the reputable places and and you know them when you see them they're all over the place. Uh, I never have a problem with them. I never. Okay, so I'm so, gonna go uh, on to Felix's and get this in June. They would. You know how they always uh, say buy your oysters in a, a month that has an R in it. Yeah, but you know that. I do you know the story behind that? No. It it, it started out. In New York City, New York City at one time was the oyster capital of the world. Really? And, uh, <laughs> no, it really was. They had oysters up there. Uh, no, because they had uh, this huge uh, amount of oyster uh, fishery that they took oysters from. And, in fact, our oyster uh, oyster bars and all of that that we do with oysters, that's something we copied from New York City. Mm-hmm. That's a fact. Yeah. So, uh, what uh, what happened though, is that especially when the you know it got into the 1800s, still a long time ago, but not long enough. They had already uh, had a problem with uh, with contamination and with oysters going bad and people getting sick from eating mm-hmm. them. And the city of New York City, the city the city of New York came out with a regulation that said that oysters cannot be sell, sold between uh, in any uh, month that does not have an R in it. Mm-hmm. So that leaves out uh, May, June, June July, July, August. August. Uh, and uh, that, it doesn't make any sense anymore, though, because oysters are handled much more carefully than they ever were way back okay. then. Okay. But it really just got, uh, that, that's where it came from. And it, it was a law. For all I know, they're still enforcing it. Yeah, okay. Mm, yeah. Well, um, well, maybe I should come back another day about stuff, y'all crap. you you got other people waiting. Well, uh, I, I, I can give you a quick answer to that. Oyster, so, uh, wait, uh, no, no, I'd like to tell you something. So I get oh, stuff, okay. y'all crabs in yeah. um, 
I went to Denny's. I guess yeah. that's not your type of restaurant, but anyway, uh, and I had the best soft shell crab in the world. And yeah. then I went back uh, in February, and it was so hard I couldn't even eat it. The first time it was so soft I could yeah. eat it. So I talked to the um, where they sell the fish next door, and she said, yeah. "Well, they really come in in August. That's when they're soft. But it, so I think with soft shell crab, you got to get them in a certain month." Yeah, that's uh, that's true, but not completely true. Let me give you the uh, the tale on that. First of all, <laughs> oysters. Oh, uh, I'm sorry, we we've moved on. Uh, soft shell crabs uh, are really not harvested at all, uh, except you know by guys that might be doing it for themselves. Uh, but it, the only time you start seeing oysters is when the temperature of Lake Pontchartrain gets up to 61. Yeah. Now, that sounds like something that somebody made up, but it isn't. That's wait, wait, wait. Really how they can tell. Wait, wait, wait. What did you say? Uh, what it, the, the businesses that sell, uh, the, the wholesale uh, businesses that sell and buy uh, soft-shell crabs, they don't start taking the crabs until the temperature of the water in Lake Pontchartrain is 61 degrees. Oh, I see. Yeah. And so you wait for that. We're not quite there yet. It has. <clears throat> no, the lady told a, me August would be better. Uh, no, yeah, August is good. Warm months are better than cold yeah, now months. Yeah, I had mine in February. It was tough, so tough. I called the manager over. Yeah, I said I can't eat soon. this. That's too soon. It's 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 April and it's still not uh, just right for oysters. I'm sorry for uh, soft shell crabs. So that's the story. Well, right, great. You give me a lot of good information. Yeah. Well, there you go. That's what I'm trying to do, and I'm th- glad you uh, saw it. And here is Robert. Robert. Happy New Year. Welcome. Yes, you too. Happy New Year. Uh, Tom, I'm looking for the most extravagant um, uh, food-tasting menu paired with wines uh, that I can find around here. I know that the chef's mm-hmm. table at Commander's is you know, way up there, but uh, what else do you recommend? One. Yeah, uh, I would uh, I would do this with Emerald in his main restaurant. Emerald's main restaurant here has three of them. Uh, two of them are fairly casual, but his his uh, flagship is first class with everything, the wines and everything. And all you have to do is tell him, I'd like to do a, a, a my own kind of wine dinner. Uh, I, let's get can you get the chef involved and he could give you a bunch of ideas, and then they would match up the wines to go with the with the dinner. Uh, any seriously good uh, restaurant will do that for you, and uh, gladly. Uh, so, and I know uh, the chef's table, I commanded you got to you know, reserve ahead of time, but um, either way it would probably be better to call ahead of time and say you're looking to do this, right? Yeah, you ch- chances are you'll have to uh, – start booking, you know, months ahead of time because they sell that out every single day, uh, the chef's table. But some other ones, uh, one I really like is uh, Delmonico. That's another one of Emerald's places, Delmonico on St. Charles Avenue, pretty close to Lee Circle. Uh, they have a, they, they have great uh, food there. Uh, and then... Um, Let's see. Who else do we uh, uh, still? Uh, John Besh. Uh, he's you know got some other issues in his life these days, but he, he hasn't stopped being a good chef, and uh, he can put something really. Uh, we and, did do the tasting menu at, at August yeah. a few months ago, and, and that really yeah. was like you say, first class. Yeah, really is uh, is terrific. Now let's see. Who else do we want to work in here? 
Um, you know, I'll, I'll tell you who will do it uh, if you give them enough uh, advance warning uh, is uh, the Pelican Club. The Pelican Club, their menu is, first of all, it's pretty extensive to begin with. But if you ask them to, can we do this, this, this with these wines put in, they'll say, absolutely, we'll get it done. And it'll be great. We have a few good places right. here. Yeah. Well, I'm kicking myself. I never made it to square root before they closed up. So I'm looking for, you know, something along well, those lines. But Well, yeah, it lasted an entire three months. And, uh, you know, yeah. I, I said it was the best new restaurant of the year, and I was I had my fingers crossed that it would stay in business, but it didn't. Oh, well. We will come back with more of the food show after first, if you will, this. Soft-shell crabs and oysters are uh, a big issue this time of year because it's a little too soon for the soft-shell crabs. It's right about dead straight up the middle for the oysters. Oysters are really great right now. Let's see. Uh, we have uh, Barry over here. Barry, thank you for calling. Hey, thanks for taking the call. Uh, you said anything goes. So my question is, um, there's an old New Orleans um, hamburger and seafood on 22 by Capital One, and they're remodeling it. And I'm wondering, since the sign's still up, if you know whether or not they're coming back over to Mandeville. Now, uh, let's see. Wait. It's in Mandeville or or. Yeah, right next to the Capital One on 22, and uh, Capital One. It used to it used to be a cafe, cafe, and then it was a New Orleans hamburger, and they're remodeling oh, it. But the New Orleans yeah. hamburger sign is still up there. Yeah, they closed that uh, to my great chagrin because I always liked that place, and they they took it away. Uh, but uh, I haven't heard of anything that's taking its place that has that got by me. But maybe somebody listening to us knows. Keep listening. Okay. Okay, we'll do. Thank Thanks. Two six zero, one eight seventy. Any anybody know uh, where he's talking about? That doesn't ring a bell with me. But plenty of things don't ring a bell with me, and sometimes I don't even get the bell. Two six zero, one eight seventy is our telephone number. This is a program about food and about restaurants and cooking and all of that. And uh, what we consider newsworthy are things like. I went to this place a couple of weeks ago, and they were selling hot dogs on grilled cheese sandwiches, and I thought that was pretty good. And my ears would perk up at that. Um, I don't know if it would become one of my favorite dishes, but I'd certainly like to try one once. You see, now uh, we'd be happy to talk about that or anything else on your mind, like which is the best high-alcohol sweet wine that can be found at the French Quarter, excuse me, at the New Orleans, uh, 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 <clears throat> the, 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 oh, excuse me, the Food and Wine Experience uh, going on. Uh, today is pretty much the last day. It goes till 5 o'clock this afternoon. Tomorrow there are, there are a couple of other events that are taking place. But in, in case you're wondering, it's kind of early this year. Yeah, it is. And uh, they have been uh, on Labor Day, um, not Labor Day, uh, sorry, uh, Memorial Day uh, uh, that weekend for years. But for some reason, actually, they explained it to me, and I, I still was shaking my head wondering how would that affect anything. But uh, it is this weekend, and uh, a lot of it has happened already, like the Royal Street Stroll. I hope they got it through the rain all right. It looked pretty bad yesterday. 
260-1870. We would be ecstatic to have a, a phone call from you telling me where you have been eating, what you've been eating, what you're looking for, what's cooked uh, always perfectly at this or that place, uh, anything like that. If you've ever gone to a restaurant and were wondering why did it come out the way it did, I'll give you an example. Today I went out for, for breakfast, as I usually do on uh, Saturdays. I didn't go to the, the place I usually go to, but the place I, go, I went to today was was pretty good. It's always been pretty, uh, pretty stu- steady. But uh, for some reason, when I asked the uh, server, I said, well, tell me about something on the menu here that that maybe I've never had before and that you think would be worth my trying it. And she said, okay, sure. And it was uh, egg sardou, which is, in fact, uh, a pretty darn good dish. Uh, the, there are two restaurants that are famous for it. One of them is Antoine's which actually invented the dish. And the other one was Brennan's on Royal Street, which made a big star out of it. Uh, And we were talking about that for a while and decided that that was was one uh, way that you could uh, figure that all out. Well, it's time for a news update. We'll come back after that with more of the food show, so stay tuned. It's the Big 870 WWL. I'm Tom Fitzmorris. This is the food show. Oh, by the way, we have another edition of this tomorrow. We get two of them this weekend. That's lucky. Ten till three, you said? No, that can't be. One till three tomorrow. Okay, good. Welcome back. This is the Food Show. I'm Tom Fitzmorris. And if that isn't something to to get excited about, then that figures. 260 260-1870 is our telephone number. I see Jim is on the phone. Jim, welcome to the Food Show. Hey, Tom. Hi there. Uh, you were talking about soft shell crabs. I uh, ate at Mother's Thursday, and uh, the soft shell crabs there were just excellent. Nice size. They do, they do a great job of frying them. And uh, I don't know where they're getting them, but uh, they seemed uh, just about perfect to me. So. Yeah, we're at the time of year when they they have hit that stage where you can go out and get them, and they're just beautiful big fat you know not uh, made out of that stiff uh, skin that they get in there sometimes but not everybody will get them that good so uh, you have to be a little weir- wary about it yeah uh, like uh, I'll give you an example uh, impostados I don't know where Joe impostados buys his seafood I'm sure it is something that's legitimate uh, but I have gone there at times a year when uh, soft shell crabs were very hard to find, and he had a he had a, a a walk-in cooler full of them. I said, "No, come on, this must be frozen," and he opened up the box, and they were waving at me. I mean, it, it, it's. But this is a guy who's been in the business for a long time and knows who to call and when. Uh, so yeah, I, com- never- I, I completely I completely agree with you. I think. Pastados serves some of the best soft-shell crabs in the city. Really? And they give you two of them. That's the, the uh, unbelievable thing. That's, yeah, that's even. I was just about to mention that, that uh, it would be good with one, but you get two with the soft-shell crab yeah. ladder. So. Amazing, isn't it? Yes, well. it is, and, and extremely good. And just yeah. a, another thing on mothers, I find that they, they, yeah. they fry their shrimp and oysters very, very well. They very do a great well. job. 
crying. So yeah, we are doing an Eat Club dinner over there in about two weeks. I'll tell you more about it in a little while. Oh, great! All right. Well, nice hearing from you. Okay. Take care. Thanks for call. Calling. It's the food show. Francis is here. Welcome. Hey, Tom. How are Hi you? There. I'm doing well. Hi, yeah. Uh... Great. I had a quick question. So uh, I've been living in the city for about two years, and I've found that uh, as far as Italian restaurants go, my favorite experience has been at Vincent's. And I was just wondering Uh uh, your opinion on on that restaurant and if if there is one uh, that you think is better than them. Uh, They're hard to beat. I think that Vincent's – first of all, let me ask you, which one do you go to, the one in Metairie or the one uptown? Uh, Uptown. I've, yeah. uh, we've eaten there twice, and to be honest with you, uh, I never thought I'd find my favorite pork chop in the world at an Italian restaurant, but theirs is absolutely I, uh, amazing. I, if, if you're telling me that makes me think in the back of my mind, yeah, that's him all right. Uh, I've known um, I've known uh, them, Vincent Catalanotto, uh, going back to 1977, believe it or not, I he and I wow. were both working in a in a in a restaurant. I was doing it to write an article about what it was like to be a waiter. He was in it for real, and uh, yeah. he and he wound up uh, taking over the restaurant in Metairie, and then he uh, okay. then, then he got the one uh, where that you go to. Uh, uh, both of them are equally good. That they do fantastically good versions of really the basics they're not they're not making food jump through hoops over there they they really do a great job with the basics and every now and then they'll sling something in there that you completely were not expecting you know like a seared thick tuna steak or something like that he's a kick he he's he's one of my favorite people in the business yeah, and we've had nothing but great experiences there. And to be honest, one of the best things they serve is they're just their side dish of uh, pasta. It's just it kind of melts in your mouth. It's it's amazing. You know, and, uh, uh, I was, there is there is one little issue there, and uh, it involves the one on on St. Charles Avenue, and and it is simply this, and I'm sure you know this already. Getting a table there ain't ever uh, easy. No, it's not. Uh, yeah. Generally, you have to buy a bottle of wine and go sit outside on the uh, on the street. <laughs> <laughs> that's about right. And watch out for the streetcar. Yep, that's yeah. it. Well, I appreciate yeah. you taking my call. I was first time caller, but I enjoy listening. Oh. So thank you. Thank you very much. It's nice hearing from you. Uh, he he was talking about uh, impostado. I'm sorry, not impostados, uh, but uh, Vincent's Vincent's restaurants. Two locations: one in Metairie, one's in uh, in Kenner or Kennery. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Who's there next? I'm sorry. Don. Don, welcome to the food show. Yes. Uh, I called you a while back, and I asked you for uh, fried chicken, and you gave me Furies and Mr. Ed's and Dookie. Yeah. I hadn't made it to Dookie yet. Now, what about hot dogs in the city? A uh, good place you know, for hot there, dogs. there is a... Um, there's an organization... Oh, no, there's a, a full-fledged restaurant, actually, uh, called... Uh, Dat Dogs, D-A-T, Dogs. It's uptown. Uh, don't ask me to give you the address. It's easy enough to find. Dat, Dat Dogs. Uh, they're on Ferret Street. Yeah, I knew that. Ferret and Magazine, they have a couple of locations. 
and they make their own sausages for doing their hot dogs, and they are totally unlike any other hot dogs you've ever had in your life. Don't go there thinking it's going to be like the hot dogs you get when you go to a baseball game. It doesn't taste like that at all. It's an original, uh, and they make it all in-house themselves, and it's just great. Okay. So so there. Yeah, try it out and let me know how you like it. All right. Thank you. Dat Dogs. That's the name of it. See ya. It's the food show. Joey is here on the blue phone. Joey, come on in. Hey, hey Tom, how you doing? You. I'm doing great. Listen, I was listening uh, to a couple calls ago about the Highway 22 in Mandeville, about the New Orleans hamburger. With yeah. my job, I uh, bring a lot of construction um, stuff to the construction sites. Yeah. And I heard that it, uh, they're building an Italian restaurant there now. Another one? Okay. Yes. Yeah, so I don't know the name or who's involved, but um, I know exactly where he's talking because I've been mm. there a few times to, with deliveries, and uh, they told me it was going to be an Italian restaurant. Hmm. That's interesting. Uh, let's see. The, this we know on the North Shore, too many uh, Mexican restaurants. I like the ones that we have, but this I think there's a few too many Mexican restaurants over there. Uh, yeah. Not not enough uh, bistro style restaurants. Uh, Italian. Let's see. There's there's not a whole lot of them. Well, maybe seafood, it'll make it. <laughs> maybe so. I I hope so. Uh, there are hey, plenty listen, of seafood my, restaurants. What? I'm a first time caller. My mom's a big fan. She's uh, been on one of your cruises, and she can't oh, stop no ever talking about you. Oh, isn't that wild? Well, thank you very much for calling today. I always yes, appreciate sir. it. You have a good one. Yeah. You too. Thank you. It's the Food Show. Uh, we will resume with more of it in a moment after First Please This. It's the Food Show. I'm Tom Fitzmaurice. Uh, you want to take part in our conversation? We'd love to have you. In fact, we were hoping for someone as intelligent intelligent and as uh, 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 huh what uh, anyway Joel Joel is here uh, Joel welcome to the food show hey Tom uh, I have a question uh, a guy called earlier about Bruce's hot dogs in Slidell uh, and yeah. Uh, yeah yeah and you made a comment and I'd like an explanation for your comment you said if yeah. there was ever a place for the lowly hot dog it would be Slidell and just what did you mean by that, Tom? Well, uh, that's a slap uh, in the you, face to slide down. You don't. Uh, this is not something that you uh, you you find everywhere you go. Uh, a hot dog. So uh, you know, it, it, it's something that you almost never find in restaurants. But Slidell being the kind of totally different market than the, the rest of the North Shore is, I, you know, I was thinking, you know, that's about right. Yeah, but, I mean, you're associating the hot dog with the lowly hot dog with the people of Slidell. And, and I, do, I think that do, was do you like a, a, a Do you like a good hot dog? Yeah, I like do, a good hot dog. You do, Okay, well, what's the problem? The problem is I think you, you, you slapped Slidell in the face with that comment. The uh, lowly uh, hot dog, a good place uh, for it would be Slidell. Uh, it, uh, of course, it wasn't uh, meant to offend anybody. You know, we're always telling jokes around here. So uh, uh, I don't know what to tell you. Uh, it's the Food Show. I'm Tom Fitzmaurice. It's uh, Roy. Roy is here. Roy, welcome. Come on in. Hey, what's up, Tom? How are you making out, buddy? Rolling along. You know how are it you- is. Sure. Yeah, look, I wanted to give that guy a couple places for uh, Italian food. 
I think Venezia does a good job there in Carrollton. They do uh, a real good but, job. Oh, yeah. Uh, the, you know what's uh, great about that place is that they uh, are – their pizza – which they try to talk you out of getting. I mean, every time I go there, I say, boy, I, I want to start with a pizza, and the waitress always rolls her eyeballs in the back of her head uh, because everybody <laughs> gets everybody gets a pizza there. Their pizza is certainly one of the best in the city. Yes, yes, I've had yeah. the pizza there. And, of course, you could always walk next door and get the uh, gelato, which is really good. Uh, number two, I would say uh, another good place uh, would be uh, Jenduza's in Canada, right down Rivertown. They do. Oh, yeah. uh, they they've got a good, and also Restaurant Nephew. Uh, they they do a real good job, also. If yeah, you want to look for a place, they, they have the brisket salad. The guy who was over at uh, Tony Angelo's yeah. in the kitchen. It was, his, it was his nephew, hence the name. Yeah, and I, I tell you, yeah. another place that people really don't think about, but uh, I've had it before, is. Mandina's, they do uh, spaghetti and meatballs pretty good. Mandina's on Canal Street. Mandina's has a a really good uh, Italian-style menu. But uh, my problem, and I almost never go for it, because there are so many other Italian restaurants out there that that would be kind of low on my list. I'm more when I go to Mandina's, I'm usually thinking about seafood, which I think they do really well. Yeah. Yes, their fried seafood is excellent. Yeah, but they, they do pretty good meatballs and spaghetti. But I just wanted to run those uh, by the guy if he's looking for, you know, to branch out something different. But uh, thanks a lot, man. Yeah, thanks for calling. So, yeah, it's the Food Show. This is Tom Fitzmorris, and we will be back with more of it in a moment after First Please This. Welcome back. You are listening to the Food Show on 105.3 FM, HD1, or on the Big 870. Or you can listen online. You can listen to it on your smartphone. 260-1870. Let's see. The, the TV dinner was uh, introduced by Swanson Foods today in 1954. Gosh, is it that old? We didn't even have uh, TVs by then, let alone TV dinners. The genius was a guy... <laughs> A guy by the name of Jerry Thomas, he was the guy who uh, came up with it. He was trying to figure out a use for leftover turkey from the preceding year's Thanksgiving supply. He came up with a pre-cooked packaged dinner with cornbread dressing, uh, peas and sweet potatoes in a three-compartment aluminum tray. You know, you've seen them a million times, and uh, that you could just stick in the oven and warm it up. It sold for 98 cents. Back in 1954, Swanson thought that it would be a big hit if they sold 5,000 of them the first year. By the end of 1954, 10 million <laughs> uh, uh, TV dinners were sold. That's that's how successful that was. Uh, anyway, just huge. And, of course, they're still out there. Uh, what a What a thing. TV dinners. It's uh, the Food Show. I'm Tom Fitzmorris, and we uh, love talking about the eating scene around town on the Big 870 WWL. Steve joins us over here on the green phone. Steve, come on in. Hey, buddy, I was calling to see if you could recommend a restaurant in the city that that has a good duck a la range. I've I've been craving that, and I didn't know where I could find one, so I'm, I'm looking to you for a reference. 
Well, if you were to give uh, uh, any just about any good restaurant that has roasted uh, duck on the menu and tell them, like, could you do this uh, orange style, they probably will because it's not hard to do. What you do is you, you take uh, some tomato, excuse me, uh, some orange juice, maybe even some orange pulp, whatever you have, that, uh, or orange peel it adds a lot to it as well. And then uh, you make the coating, the glaze out of that, and into the oven it goes, and there you are. I mean, you about got it. Uh, if you, I know, one place I know that has it absolutely all the time, and without doubt you could walk in right now and get it, is Andrea's. He has it, uh, maybe not on the menu, but he does a roast duck. And he's got about five or six different ways of preparing it. So, And if you told him, I want it uh, all orange style, he'd stop everything he was doing and go in and make it for you, and it would be good. Excellent. Thank you so much, Tom. We appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it, too. 260-1870. And let's see. There was one. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, you know. Uh, New Orleans Hamburger and Seafood Company uh, has that seafood department on it. Uh, you know, because it's, it's Lent and still peop- some people, a lot of people uh, maybe are or maybe aren't uh, partaking of hamburgers. But that seafood part is always there, too. And I discovered a long time ago, it was just a theory from out of my mind that explained something for me. Why is it that some fried seafood is absolutely great, crunchy, gre- uh, greaseless, uh, golden, uh, golden brown and just obviously perfect. What's the difference between that and the kind of seafood you sometimes get from these places that are kind of muggy and and darkish on the, you know, what they are not doing and what the guys with the perfect blue, sorry, not blue, uh, 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 fried seafood, what they are doing is they're changing the oil very frequently, and that keeps it nice and crisp and no junk on it. And they do that that way to order, always to order, at New Orleans Hamburger and Seafood Company, which has a a whole bunch of places around town. WWL Radio, New Orleans. WWL-FM, HD1, Kenner, New Orleans, where the news is next from CBS, the Columbia Broadcasting System. Stay tuned. More of the food show coming. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.